Aho, good evening, salut in it, ladot. Good evening, say hi, say what's up. Dogo, it's in the Throw it in the comments. Nezuna doge, then not Daisy, it's always a C. I don't know, but welcome. No, Baho, aunt, as a see Willis Janvier, who shaped me, Taylor's tours in the Lost Saskatchewan, Clearwater River, Denny Nation, band member, the Hayslew, and Dunes in a gay treaty for us. Home of the Cremate, Tisu, Assiniboine, all indigenous people love Denny drumming and singing. Yes, uh, shout out to uh, Lyon and uh, Denny drummers. I, I, uh, Lyon, I, uh, <clears throat> first time, Dalut Tournath, you like brochet, I, uh, and you can use it. So it's a massiveness then for allowing Denny direct. Because uh, they can't be everywhere, you know. But anyways, enough about that. guess in a Navajo Nation. It's a shiprock, New Mexico. It's and he's gonna call it a beardies and honey Janya. 22 years ago, when I was a little bit of 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 a little bit you know, the conference in Ashjo, so uh, I really appreciate that you're uh, Yansi Yaltu. And uh, now I never know any though, don't you see a Huntati Kiaza? So with that, Masi Chona Hosun Duna, Azalun Tadultiha, Donas Teludia, Bonuldia Yat E. Jason, Adlanet E. Yat E. Lanet E. Willis. I'm good. I'm good. How how was your evening? How was your day? I know you just got off work. Oh, it's been a good day. Another good day and another uh, a day to be grateful for. Yes, so, yes, that's what it's all about, you know. And uh, you know, Jason, I want to say, Masi Choner, uh, for for joining me here today. I uh, just ask you to introduce yourself, and uh, we'll get this going. Okay. Thank you again, Willis, for ask me to come on here um she uh jason bitsuyan she uh ashtin shlom but honey bushes chain touching a dash che is a dash another uh the nest teen shle uh not on in as they not show a day duck lake saskatchewan show on um yeah i just uh kind of introduced myself and uh like I said, my name is uh, Jason Bitsui, and uh, born for, um, I'm uh, of the Salt Clan, and born for the within the cover or folded arm clan. That's who I'm born for, and my maternal uh, grandfathers are uh, red, running through the water clan. My paternal uh, clan is uh, the Mud Clan, uh, and uh, from uh, Shiprock, New Mexico, but. Now uh, living in Duck Lake, Saskatchewan, close to the Beardies res- Reserve. Don't I don't live on the reserve, but uh, 
live close by there. Kind of. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, like uh, been living up here for about uh, 22 years now, Canada. So uh, kind of made made it through another winter. <laughs> this past winter was long. <laughs> oh man. 22 years later, still not used to the winter. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always say, uh, I don't think a person ever gets used to it. You just kind of learn to dress for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's but, true. It's even worse when you got arthritis or something. <laughs> but it's kind of funny because uh, when I was working further north, like uh, up in uh, Fond du Lac or up in that area, northern Saskatchewan, I always found it... Uh, Colder up there, so when I came back down, like around Saskatoon area, it was always warmer. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it, it, it's funny how that works, eh? You know, you're yeah. in the same province, but uh, up yeah. there, minus twenty, they they probably out in, uh, in shorts, sweaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. And, uh, people ask me, so what do you think? And I get off the plane. And, like, oh shoot, it's warm here. It's like, man, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, even this past weekend too, I went all the way to northern Manitoba. It was uh the the ice was still there, so the, the wind it was coming off there it was a bit chilly still, you know. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a slim Yeah, I imagine, man. yeah. The ice is still a lot of those lakes and yeah. Yeah. another couple of weeks before you get on those lakes and go fishing. Yeah, some yeah. awesome fishing though some of the best fishing up there it's yeah, yeah. Nezu, nezu. well jason uh you know I, I know you mentioned with me before that uh when we first met you know thanks for stopping me too you know I, a lot of people i don't uh i don't creep their page or anything but they watch me and they come up to me and they say you know so i don't uh I always uh, know who's who, but uh, thank you for coming up to me and introducing yourself too. Uh, you just mentioned as you went up north, you know, you kind of got to meet a lot of the uh, Dene people. What was that like for you? You know, you're in Navajo, Dene, and then uh, coming up north and visiting and working alongside other Dene people and, and hearing the language too, I'm sure. Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite the experience actually. Um, but in a way, it was. Uh, I kind of thought it was uh, kind of felt like home too, you know, because uh, kind of where I grew up, the reservation, it's, it's a very large reservation, but also like some of these communities are kind of way out kind of in the middle of nowhere in uh, some of these uh, communities that don't have like running water or electricity, stuff like that. So, because uh, like, for instance, like Fond du Lac, um, like in the winter, the only time you can get there is on ice road or flying in. And then summertime it's by boat getting across that big lake or flying in. Right. Mm -hmm. And same thing, same thing with, uh, Wollaston. So, uh, but, uh, no, it was, uh, it was quite the experience and, uh, met a lot of good people and, uh, you know, just, uh, just kind of, you know, talking with elders up there, you know, you know, just kind of learning you know kind of what what life is like up there and uh and then also like uh just learning that uh there's that connection i guess that we have and um you know like one elder i was talking to he was telling me he said uh 
we actually have a a Pueblo pottery that we have from uh, down your area. And, uh, and he told me they uh, apparently, I guess they got it from a, a, a trading area down by Lethbridge, Alberta, which was apparently, I think, was a, a, a big trading area for a lot of tribes way back. So, and, uh, and yeah, like uh, it was, uh, like I said, it, it was uh, quite the experience and to meet all, well, meet relatives up that way. And, you know, and like we as uh, and Dene people, we got relatives everywhere. Like we even got relatives apparently in Russia. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. which is quite, quite amazing, you know. I've heard of that too. I've heard there was a, um, was a Russian, one of the words actually uh, originates in, in the Dene language, I believe. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm not exactly sure where, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to tell those guys to straighten out that guy there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely do some research there for sure. You know, uh, <clears throat> Jason, uh, when you first uh, went up there and you heard the language, uh, what was that like for you? Kind of, uh, did you understand a bit or, um, you know, uh, any of the, if you picked it apart or anything? Um, yeah, there was like some words like I could pick up on and, uh, you know, and, uh, then I also kind of noticed there was a little bit of, uh, I guess I had a little bit of French influence also. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, uh, for instance, like the numbering, like one to five was pretty much the same. And then like, uh, certain body parts also was, uh, then even like, uh, the difference between and similarity between, uh, like saying dog and horse. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of the opposite and, uh, which I found pretty, pretty unique and, was, uh no it was it was good you know just kind of talking with them and uh, and then just kind of talking about what life was like up there and how they lived and uh you know just trying to understand you know what um trying to find out what life was before pre-contact you know before uh before then and uh and uh I know uh, there was probably ceremonies that that was uh, well. We as uh, indigenous people, we've always had like ceremonies and this our traditions, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like some of it, unfortunately, uh, has been lost, you know. And uh, a lot of it, for certain reasons, you know, you know like you know the being colonized and and all of that, which is, uh, which is kind of ironic because, uh, you know, we had, uh, those leaders that went over to, uh, to the Vatican to uh, visit with the Pope, you know, mm-hmm. in regards to uh, residential school and trying to pressure the Pope, the Pope in regards to, uh, what is that? This, this, um, uh, doctrine of discovery, you know, mm-hmm. because that's one thing that has, really affected us in uh here in Canada and US, you know, like with 
residential schools and you know we had boarding schools down down south as well like a lot of uh lives were lost young children and you know so had to uh kind of some some pretty big trauma i guess to yeah to work through so you know, the, the doctrine of discovery, it, it still affects us today. You know, it's funny how a document that's, uh, you know, over 100 years old, it's, um, you know, a lot of um, influence. I like the points that you made about, um, you know, the, the French influence. I know my last name is French, you know, and, and yeah. some of the things I've, I've looked at, too, is, um, you know, what, what would my last name have been if, if they weren't, you know, or, or what would I have been? You know, like, uh, you know, that's why I want to go into a bit about the teachings. Um, and then a lot of the teachings you grew up with as a kid, and I know you have your language and all that stuff. And, and, and then I will point out that don't be afraid to use your language, you know, but just kind of mm -hmm. uh, fill us in after, you know. I know I wish we could yeah. have a conversation, but uh, we're not able to do that. But don't be shy to uh, speak the net and uh but uh, talk to us about the teachings and maybe, you know, you've been up north and you come from the south, That uh, if there were similarities or any of that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, there's uh, quite a bit of sim similarities, I guess, like in the old teachings, you know, like, uh, I'll give you an example, like uh, um, growing up, you know, as a child and, uh, you know, as you're growing up, you're, uh, you're, you're, your grandparents or your parents, you know, they, one of the very things that they stressed was, uh, you know, learning how to get up early in the morning and, and run, run and uh, run before that sun rises. And, uh, you know, this, you know, like, uh, you, you would be told, like, get up, like, that's what they would tell us, you know. And uh, because uh, they say, like, when you when you do that, you wake up and you, you go run and you run to the east and uh, you, you awaken your spirit. You're, you awaken it and uh, you also, like, yell. You give a yell when you run and that lets, lets your, uh, the deities, the gods, you know, like your, your relatives and all that you're awake. And they, they bless you, you know, they say they bless you with good things. And they say, you know, like the creator recognizes you and says, that's, that's my child. And, you know, it's trying to do something good for him, for themselves. And, you know, and as you run, you breathe in that air, that fresh air. And, uh, you know, it's the, the elements, the elements in nature, you breathe that in and, uh, that helps heal you you know whatever you're whatever you're maybe you kind of got some ailments or you know or you're you know something that's bothering you you know or something you know that that helps release those things and and it also kind of helps uh makes you stronger you know like mentally you know physically spiritually emotionally and, uh, and that's kind of all part of you know how you Kind of build yourself up and because they would say you know as time goes on you know you're you're gonna get older you're gonna you know like you're gonna have a family and have kids you know you're gonna have, go through tough times and you need to build yourself up and 
you know, and that's how you, you get through those tough times. And even like, uh, as, uh, you know, like if it would be snowing or if it's kind of the weather's like not, not the very best, they would tell you to get out there, you know, like go, uh, maybe go look, look for the sheep or the cattle or something like that, you know, just to they'd say, you know, like you need to kind of basically just toughen up, I guess, toughen up as a human being, you know, like, because you, you need that. And, uh, so they would really stress that, you know, and, uh, and then, uh, and then even like, they also had like teachings, you know, like, uh, one thing, like my dad says, you know, he always says you, you always, uh, kind of try to be in your present moment because that's when you're the closest to the creator you try to not let your mind wander because uh when you kind of let your mind wander you know you kind of you just kind of you're not focused on the things you're doing and you uh, you always say he would always say he always says like uh the best time to do it is like when you're driving right because when you're driving down the road you're not really focused on the, the actual driving here you start to think about you know what you're going to do tomorrow or about something about yesterday so you're not really focused on what you're doing so but if you learn how to train your mind to kind of be in your present moment and then you you strengthen your mind so you learn how to focus and so those like those are a couple of things that you do and uh so in relation to kind of like you know the, like the relatives up north you know like one man uh one elder told me he uh he said uh like how they used to trap and get uh you know like caribou he said we would use dogs he said we never use like sleds or anything and uh, so you'd have to run basically sometimes ahead of your your dog team and you have to kind of make the track right so you'd go so far and then you come back and then and then you move your your dogs through and then kind of keep doing that so you can get to where you need to be so you have to really kind of push yourself and you know because it's like it was your livelihood too right so you have to feed your family and whatnot so those I noticed like, you know, in that way, those teachings were pretty similar, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, it's very interesting how, um, you know, like you you mentioned already, we are somehow related, you know? Yeah. uh, I know that the net said we went north, but uh, up here we say you guys went south, you know, and uh, how they they come together. And uh, I know um, from one of the uh navajo are living up here too in saskatchewan i learned from her they always said you know don't uh mess around with the people that went north is that something you heard yeah that's uh kind of one of the things i heard and then uh one of the things i also heard uh i went out to uh out to uh sutina out by calgary because uh we got some denny relatives out that way also uh, there's an elder by the name of uh, Bruce Starlight. 
and uh and he told me that uh, like over there they have a story i guess that that uh they say um there was a disagreement i guess it was in regards to a dog i guess that kind of that was trespassing or something into a teepee and there was a disagreement and there was because of that that we separated but then he also said you know like he went down south and uh they kind of got together you know and they i guess they did some doings you know um because of you know that saying i guess that's that we weren't supposed to kind of come together again you know that's that's what i heard out that way but yeah i i've heard i've heard that uh, we weren't really supposed to kind of come together again you know mm-hmm. i wonder what actually happened you know back in the day you no know, nobody to post on their facebook or instagram yeah. <laughs> somewhere it's probably written on a rock somewhere yeah yeah um, it is <laughs> you know that's uh it, 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 but that's what, that's what that's what this is for now you know you got the uh, people uh the net people that come on here and share their bit of knowledge and uh, somehow we just build something from that you know and uh i know we've uh, met, uh, did this before too i want to uh i want to hear more of your language and uh you know kind of uh, show people i know i'm sure there's the net listeners here today uh mm-hmm. he for us is dog and he cho yeah is horse and uh what about you guys yeah ours uh clean is horse and they cha is dog yeah and uh when you actually i think when you actually i heard when you break it down um i guess the reason why it's the way it is is because like i guess maybe for us we we use the horse i guess we use the horse to kind of carry weight or you know use it for you know like transportation kind of thing and you know like pull wagon or you know you you load load a horse up and you know you kind of use it to haul you know your supplies or whatever and for you guys i guess it was you used the dog right so kind of used it in that way mm-hmm. so i kind of heard that the that's kind of when you break it actually down that's how 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 the i guess they're similar but different in a way so mhm that, uh, that's that's very interesting i've never heard that actually you know i guess uh you know it's always interesting to find out the the origins of words too eh? it's like uh, yeah. road uh, to lu it's uh, yeah. to is water for us to is water lu is uh, frozen water so yeah yeah and even even within our language you know there's there's some some things that can you could take a different way um there's a i'll give you an example uh there's this elder he was telling kind of telling a story and uh, i guess he was uh him and his wife they were driving down the road and then they kind of went off the road and uh they got into the sand and uh so then uh they got stuck so he got out and he told his wife you know I'm going to push push on the vehicle and to get it out and he pressed on the gas and uh, so then she pressed on the gas and the wheels was just spinning and uh, the husband goes uh oh not lord 
and uh, the wife heard him and, and she just got out of the, the vehicle and then she just started walking away as like and he was trying to say like the wheel was just spinning but what she heard was just go just go <laughs> just walk away or something yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so and she left yeah and she just left <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah that can definitely happen too especially you know if uh different regions i've oh uh, yeah i've learned um you know, from uh, just uh, I like to talk about Lac Brochet because a lot of uh, they're in the far north, but uh, they use a T dialect, and then in between yeah. there's a K, and then there's a T again. And but uh, when it comes to the region, they have a bit of an accent, and you gotta, you know, use um, just like uh, last week there, Fred Denicheesi, he shared this with me, and mm. uh, for Sella means uh for us it would mean my cousin and uh but for them up there it would mean my um so my spouse's siblings other half okay so let's say okay me i would say salah if i was married if i ever get there you know but uh their sister or sibling and then um so her sister's husband would be Salah. that's how i would that's that's what he shared with me last mm. week so but uh the, the different things in the different regions you know yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty cool i never really you know because uh, Salah means cousin and mm. uh you know fred i'm going to be chatting with him in the future and uh you know uh, jason uh, you've shared a lot of uh, uh good stuff that uh you know, that I haven't really learned, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are, but uh, I want to hear more of uh, the net language. If you uh, want to share a story or any uh, teachings in uh, the net language, maybe some people can probably uh, try to pick some of it out. I know I will do myself, uh, try to find uh, whatever I hear, but uh, it's up to you, whatever story or teaching you want to you, you share, and uh, just as long as in the, the net language. Um, yeah, let me see. <laughs> Could I share what else? Maybe about the uh, creation story, clan systems, teaching. Becoming, um, uh, now I know no. I've, I've heard, I've actually heard the uh, when you become coming a woman, I believe the ceremony, I've heard a yeah. little bit. Maybe uh, becoming a boy to a man, if there's something well, like that. Um, actually, it's kind of, uh, uh, I just kind of want to share, uh, yeah, I guess like for a young, a young boy, you know, coming, becoming a man. Um, cause I was, uh, I took my family out to, uh, Sturgeon Lake Cree Nation over the weekend, uh, to a culture camp. And, uh, I was kind of asking, you know, the elders, you know, uh, they had a ceremony, you know, like for, for young men that, uh, you know, to, that came, that were young boys that became men. They had a ceremony that they did. And, um, and there were some things that they shared. And, um, like for us, we use, um, for, for a young boy that's become a man, when his voice changes, we use the sweat and, uh, they, uh, they basically, it's kind of almost, 
well, not really similar to, to the women, but they, the boys, they, uh, they use, they go in the sweat and, and then they also kind of help mold, mold, the uh, the young, the young man, you know, uh, you know, kind of give good thoughts for them, you know, about their life and the kind of life that they're, they're going to live, the kind of man that they're going to live and be a man. Like, and then they also run, they run to the East. That's the same thing, like for the women, you know, that they do. And, uh, but, you know, as far as like, uh, you know, as, as a young man, you know, and, way back you know there was a lot of arranged marriages and uh there was no <laughs> there was no uh not like the way it is now you know and uh, a lot of young young men they were basically told you know you have to prepare yourself and you there was lots of things that you had to do and you had to prepare your mind and they would tell young boys, you know, you're just young, you know, your mind is very fragile and how you kind of go about things, you know. And so they would say you have to do certain things to help prepare yourself. And, uh, and one of those, and I think as uh, a man, you know, your, your mental health is very important because they say, you know, our, our development doesn't end until like what we're 30 or something like something like that and women are like 20 mm -hmm. so we we always we as men i think we always have to we always have to kind of work on ourselves and do things and and women being life life givers you know they're they're very powerful and uh, and, uh one thing like um my my uh my dad kind of tells us tells me you know is it's uh a lot of times you know how you look at things is very important you know always uh keeping a positive mind especially when negative things happen you know and uh you know when something happens where you know you run into a problem or something goes wrong he always would say, you know, you can't just fall apart and just start thinking negative, you know, because when you start thinking negative, you're working against yourself already. You're you're putting a barrier there that you kind of put on, put there yourself. And uh, within our ceremonies, you know, and that that's the same way. Like our medicine men, that's that's the teachings. The uh, when you go, you know, get a ceremony done, they, they'll ask you, like, you know, kind of ask you what's, what's going on or, and, you know, a lot of times they, they'll tell you, you know, you know, it's kind of you yourself that's kind of doing this to yourself, you know, whatever you're doing, how you think about yourself and how you, you know, just your outlook on life, you know, plays, plays a lot, you know, and mm -hmm. so that and I, I was always told you know it's very important to look look at things in a positive way and i'll give you another example or an example is uh just the whole idea maybe like working or going to school you know you know a lot of people they uh when they uh work or go to school the weekend comes you know and you know like when they leave 
school or work, you know, they're happy or everything. Monday comes around, you know, and they think, oh, man, I got the Monday blues, you know. And, you know, they just kind of bring themselves down. But instead of thinking, you know, like, hey, I'm going back to work. I'm going to get a lot of good blessings for this and be able to support my family, my kids, you know, be able to do things like good things with this instead of looking at it that way then then just kind of motivating yourself that way you know mm-hmm. you know a, lo- a lot of good stuff uh, about um sharing what uh you know the elders share with you i, n- I know you have a, a couple of sons maybe uh, three maybe uh, i got four well five yeah okay five okay sons. you yeah. know um in the dinette lavajo language Whatever you have, you know, been taught growing up as a child, what is something you would say to them now? You know, the teachings that you still carry with uh, from back home, um, you know, to to your sons now. What is uh, what does that sound like in uh, you know in the Dinette language? If uh, if um, uh, and then share with us in English after. Well, one of the things I always tell them is, uh, um, as a Diné person, you know, you, uh, it's kind of like, it's all up to you, you know, whatever you do in life, you, you make it for yourself. There's nobody else. And you, uh, in this world, you have to be self-sufficient, you know, for yourself and, you know, and try to always do things for yourself. And because, like, well, I remember growing up, you know, my grandparents, they used to tell us, you know, like, we're not going to be here forever. You you got to learn, learn how to do things for yourself, you know. And as harsh as that sounds, you know, it's... <laughs> It's reality. uh, It's, it's, I guess, you know, it's like kids nowadays, it's tough. You know, all the things that they have to go through, you know, like social media, you know, it's it's taking it to another level. And they, they gotta kind of navigate through this world, through all of that. And I think really that that affects them like mentally. You know, like, um, it's, I don't know, like I, I say, you know, like the technology is a good thing and, and a bad thing. And, uh, and I tell my kids, um, I always say, uh, you know, uh, like technology can go just in the blink of an eye. There's, there's things out there, you know, like, for instance, like there's like a, um, like say power grid going out, you know, power's gone. Can't even get money. Can't even pump gas. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know, or you know, now they got weapons. You know, they can take like electronic stuff out and electrical grids also. So, and I tell them, you know, you gotta learn these old ways. They, there's a reason. You know, your ancestors. You know, they said these things, and you they knew things you know and that uh, 
you know, and they were very powerful, very powerful people back then, you know, the way I look at it, very strong people. And that's why I say, you know, they're, we're still here. We're still here as much as, you know, uh, you know, like we were, we were supposed to be basically extinct. And, uh, but I always say, you know, we're, we're resilient people. There's a reason why we're here. And, uh, I basically tell them, you know, there's whatever you do in life, you know, you, you yourself gonna have to make it happen. Nobody else. And I always tell them too, you know, your, your mind, your thought case, you know, and how you think about things. Very, very important because, uh, how you look at things and, you know, that's going to determine your decisions that you make. And uh, so try to, try to instill that in them, you know, uh, and then just try to take them to like ceremonies and, you know, like cultural doings and, and try to let them learn like their, the net and their free ways. Mm -hmm. I learn both ways, you know, that's, that's very important. I, I tell them, you know, mm -hmm. try to, yeah. you know, you've, um, shared a lot of, uh, your old teachings. And, uh, I, I know one of the things you mentioned is that, uh, you know, the mental health part, you know, how important is it to have that uh, language part and also to carry the teachings like you do, you know, you, you're able to pass that on to your own kids and uh now we deal with so many different things like you mentioned uh technology uh social media you know they can have an impact you know even the news and all that stuff and uh, lately a lot mm -hmm. of stuff in uh based on and uh, there was another shooting uh, you know the effects on uh, young people and mentally uh just even adults you know as uh, maybe you're working away is uh, how important is it to have that uh, culture and the new and the language to uh, you know to keep going. You know, I know you say we're resilient, but I always say we're we're just strong people. We just keep moving forward. Yeah. Well, you know, like when when you're uh, like they say the nebizad just when you're talking that yeah, you just hear hey and you're close to the D and you're close to the Creator. And you're uh, close to all the natural, the natural and natural world, basically. When you use uh, your language, you know, everything here on uh, Mother Earth um, can, you know, everything above us, you know, Father, Father Sky, and all the very different elements. You're you're a part of it. You're not you're not above it. You know you don't. We're not. Uh, you have to have respect for it. And uh, you know you have to. And you have to believe. I guess you know like those very things have spirits to them. And you you have to pray to them, and you uh, and it keeps you in balance. You know. And which is very important, you know, like one thing like my mom, she always tells me is uh, you you have to keep yourself in balance, like spiritually, mentally, 
physically, emotionally. You know, you can't just focus on one area. You know, like you can work out all you want and, you know, do all this stuff. But if you're not taking care of yourself, like spiritually, you know, you can can kind of kind of get feels like the world's coming in on you sometimes, you know, like you you feel that. And but so but you have to keep yourself in balance. And when you do that, you know, you're 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 close close to the creator. That's and you're you think with a clear mind and you know you're you know like sometimes uh when you're kind of going through something and even just like talking with someone you know how you feel that lightness you know after and uh that's like those ceremonies they kind of help in that way you know kind of make things light again for you and you have a, a good outlook positive outlook on life again and you know just your thinking and, which is very important you know and that so that kind of and that goes into your everyday living you know how you go about your life you know whatever you may be doing work you know sports all that it, it carries on over to that you know but you have to kind of look at yourself and take care of yourself you know i guess that's that's where you know they stress wellness you know very important it's very important you know all around like you mentioned you know it's not all about one thing but uh you know mentally it affects mentally probably the most you know if you if you yeah. look at the rest of the three you know and 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 uh mentally as you said like even if you're driving down a highway you're you're thinking it, it's not yeah i know how oh yeah my brain is yeah N never ends it you know and uh, <laughs> even to focus sometimes you know is uh it's, it's crazy you know one of the things you mentioned too is uh to be thankful each day you know i uh I was, yeah. you know someone asked me how i'm doing and i said i'm alive well hey oh uh, yeah it's instead of just Oh, good. You know? Yeah. It, it changes no, around. Yeah, especially like when you, they say, like, when you first wake up, you know, you got to you gotta be thankful. The Creator has given you another day, you know? Mm -hmm. Another say, day. Yeah. Another day to make a difference. You always yeah. try to do something new, you know? Do something good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jason, uh, you know, you, you left home, uh, they said you've been in Canada uh, 22 years now. You're still uh, pretty fluent in your language. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that helps, like I, I was, I, I listened to, uh, we got a radio station back home you know, that's online now. And well, it's, it's called uh, KTNN 660 from Windrock. And then there's another one in Farmington. So they, uh, you know, they, they give the news and the net and, you know, all these announcements that they make. And then, but the other thing, too, is, you know, it's nice talking to uh, relatives, you know, like uh, my brother, TJ. You know, every time I get to see him, you know, get to talk with him, you know, some of the other relatives, too, you know, they've got another, got quite a few, <laughs> quite a few Navos living around here. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they well they always say there's 
Nava was just about anywhere. <laughs> it's just, geez. Yeah, I, uh, that's, that's, that's how you say it too, is that anytime I run into somebody, I say, Dene, don't get see Tiondala, or from Lalasha, you, you always see somebody is Dene somewhere. And uh, I met uh, actually Christian, Christian Bergen. Okay, yeah. He, he lives in Onion Lake, I believe, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somewhere around, I believe it's Christian, yeah, and uh, you know, a lot, lot, lot of Navajos around, you know, and uh, you know, Jason, wh- one of the things that really is, uh, you know, uh, people when it comes to language, they're trying to find their language, you know, like you say, what would you say for that one person that's kind of, uh, you know, searching to, to uh, keep their language, or you know, you've been away from home, uh, you had to you know, find ways to uh, make it work. So what do you say to that next person that is looking for that? Well, you know, there's lots of stuff now, like, um, you know, with social media and stuff, you know, there's, uh, you know, like, uh, you can find it, I don't know, like Facebook, Instagram, and I don't know, even maybe even that TikTok. <laughs> I don't do TikTok. So <laughs> yeah, you should start. <laughs> I don't know. I think that uh, be <laughs> a lot of Navajos on there, actually. I, I bet there is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is a couple funny Navajo people there. They're just comedians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, like a lot of things is well, especially with COVID, you know, happening. So a lot of things went to you know the internet, you know, like Zoom. A lot of Zoom. Uh, kind of meetings or whatever you know like different stuff like that um i think just information that way you know it's available and uh and then podcasts too you know um there's i know there's uh several different uh podcasts navajo podcasts you know that i kind of listen to and uh you know just they share different things you know some of it like uh you know some teachings and some about government and yeah which reminds me like we, this is an election year for us back home so we got like 15 people running for Navajo nation president so mm. so it's going to be pretty pretty interesting there's a couple of good candidates there some very well educated candidates you know mm-hmm. so and that's so that'll be kind of a big thing coming up here for us back home so you yeah. still able to vote yeah i gotta i gotta get registered back home and, you know gonna do just like an absentee ballot kind of deal so mm-hmm. hmm. but yeah so a lot of a lot of things happening back home you know it's uh it's kind of one of, one of the things i i kind of miss you know there's certain things that you get to do back home and like uh, a lot of like for instance uh, I uh, grew up with uh, horses and you know being around livestock so much and you know and uh, like rodeo is pretty big back home and uh, I seen that one podcast he did with uh, Brent Dodging Horse there and, mm-hmm. yeah and that's pretty big for us back home so yeah Brent's yes. Brent's wife is uh champion uh barrel yeah. yeah yeah i have to meet uh, a bit of her family down here on the southern saskatchewan here 
Yeah, she's actually word. from the east side here. Old yeah, chap, maybe yeah. old chap somewhere uh, around the way. Kisa Kus, maybe. Kakawishtahau. Uh, Kakawishtahau, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, no, we, uh, there's uh, no hockey, though, back home. <laughs> yeah, no hockey, no, no. <laughs> Which it's... is probably, yeah, like tonight, Battle of Berta, I guess. So. Yeah, our, yeah. Our, our thing is uh, basketball, like in that winter, that's our sport, so. No. It's I, like oh, that, Netflix uh, documentary. Yeah, I used to do some coaching, too, and at my, my kids' at school, some high school basketball coaching. And I didn't know uh, Lelosh. Apparently, a couple of years ago, they had quite a team, eh? They went to the provincials way oh, back. 1983, 80 to, in the early 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, the, the coaches, Mr. Greg Hatch, he was my principal, and uh, uh, Julius Park, Walter... Walter Park, I believe, maybe Walter Lemig, um, Vincent. Yeah, I'm not sure who. Uh, if I seen their picture, I would, uh, I would definitely uh, know who who was all there for sure. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was that was pretty cool. See that, you know, one of one of the native teams making it that far, you know. Yeah, they only had about seven guys too, or something like that. Uh, something. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, my boys. They uh, right now they play with that uh, Living Skies Basketball League. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and that's they're trying to promote, you know, more basketball that way, which is good. Good to see, and as uh, I know, hockey is very expensive. <laughs> very expensive, you know. It's it just doesn't seem to end, you know. It's uh. I'm very thankful. My mom somehow made that all happen, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, Jason, uh, we've we've talked a lot of uh, you know. You shared some of your teachings and the importance of, of carrying on tradition and, and language here today. Uh, is there anything that you would like to add? Uh, you know, leave for uh, your relatives or the people listening here today. Um. No, just well, you know, this. Uh, I want to say, uh, you know, I'm just very glad that uh, I was able to come on here and share a little, you know, and uh, I think it's, that's very important, you know, we, uh, we kind of share with one another, you know, and um, especially, uh, you know, like, you know, Canada, U.S., you know, like that border, you know, was never there way back. We, we used to travel, you know, freely back and forth and wherever we wanted and uh now we got a border there and you know like and it's pretty tough for us like from for us down south coming up here you know we're we're basically considered immigrants here (laughs) and Mm -hmm. uh but there's a j treaty in place and it's not supposed to be like that and uh you know and uh we uh I think it's very important, you know, we share with one another, you know, and uh, sometimes, you know, that, that doesn't happen, you know, pride kind of gets in the way and, you know, it's, uh, and I always say, you know, it's, uh, we as uh, Indigenous people, it seems that's one thing that kind of always <laughs> gets in our way, you know, that pride and, you know, jealousy, you know, 
we uh it seems like a lot of nowadays seems a lot of lateral violence you know and if uh you know we just need to come together and you know help one another it's very important i think you know that we help one another and learn from one another you know and uh because we're we're it's a constant battle every day we're fighting for you know our ways our ceremonies you know our our way of life really and uh even uh how we govern ourselves and you know because like before like pre-contact we were a functioning society we were like in the millions we had we and a lot of the things that we did we were we were like doctors you know we were engineers and you know we were biologists you know chemists we had all of that you know and uh and i think uh we just uh we just got to believe in ourselves and you know we believe we, we can we can accomplish good things for ourselves and our people you know mm -hmm. that's i think it's really important especially nowadays you know it's tough it's uh a crazy world out there you know especially just like what happened in texas you know like we, we don't want those kind of things happening in our communities so it's very important that we keep our ways because uh our i think our, a lot of our elders you know they say you know it's in our language you know our ceremonies and you know what's in the culture those traditions so, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, maybe, uh, you know, you never know, like, we'll meet one another, you know, all, all the listeners out there, you know, it's always, it's always good to meet new people. I enjoy it, you know, wherever I go, you know, try to, try to meet new people and just, just kind of learn from one another, you know. It's, but uh yeah no thank you for inviting me on here and just to share that's maison maison yeah you know maison <laughs> good stuff like you said you know it's uh it's always good to meet people now you know that uh you know kind of how you, you just you know come up to me and said hey you know I, it's always good to to be able to do that you know and uh just chat and you never know where the conversation leads and it's led to you coming on to my podcast and uh yeah sharing uh you know it's always good to have the dinner relatives uh, come and join uh, it's very difficult actually to invite someone from down there because the wi-fi is uh <laughs> not that great like you know it's it's maybe got to be a phone call but i don't know what the long distance we gotta, are. we gotta call elon musk <laughs> yeah, elon musk has got to give to the navajo nation yeah that's right <laughs> yeah yeah okay jason you know i just want to say must see cho once again uh you know the net navajo culture boss and most importantly uh, mental health anytime uh, we can chat mental health i uh, i'm always open for that to uh, to to uh, get someone to uh, hear any of that, uh, you know, information. So with that, uh, maybe another day in the future, we'll be able to do this again. 
So yeah. once again, Masicho. Masicho Jason Bitsui, who led the Net Navajo Nation, Duck Lake Nadder, do uh, 22 years, uh, 22 years, they no Nenna Naki. I called and then they see nine, they're all who be a tear, they did out, and you know, in a tear, and you see resources, and I know a tear, and Tony. So, with that, Duna, a musty choner, who see the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames are going to be live here in a few minutes, and good luck to both teams. I'm not saying who I want to win. And don't want any fights right here on Dene Yante podcast. Ita Masi Cho Salodina Teo Tesuduna Ante. Make sure you get your uh, pre-game meal, all of that set right in front of you. You don't have to get up. It's gonna be a good hockey game. Masi Cho Si Willis Javier Hushe in Taylor's tours in La Lost Saskatchewan. Clearwater River Dene Nation band member the Hesley and Dunes in a get treaty for territories. No, I don't want to